Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? Uh, not much. A uh, pretty good weekend. I, uh, my, my my one issue is I think I spent too much time in the book club uh, talking about my meat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> very, very proud of my meat, and I was talking about it a lot, and Kyle seemed very interested in my meat, and he was talking about his meat too, so oh. uh, that's that's what happens over there in the book club. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, they were he was taking pictures of it and showing it to everybody. Was, see, look was, look how proud he was of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, I, it was it was funny as I just, uh, you know, I happened to just open up my deep freezer and it's just like stacked with bacon. And I was I couldn't have been a prouder person in my life. I like teardrops rolling down my eyes of just seeing a fucking deep freezer filled with bacon. I'm like, oh, my God, I I, I really thought I died. I thought this is like this. I don't believe in an afterlife, but this was this was it. I, I had ascended into heaven and I was like, Jesus, I'm, I'm surrounded by bacon. It was amazing. Whoa, <laughs> that's not the, that's not the heaven of the Old Testament. What's going on, Sex Panther? Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> uh, back from an extended weekend. Listen, Max, I need you to know your role of staying your lane. Uh, I am the man of the people. When you start bringing bacon and meat and things into the picture, uh, I feel a little threatened. I feel like you might be able to <laughs> step into my spy. So I need I need you to stay in your lane. I'm going to talk about somebody else that needs to stay in their lane too. I did something that I really don't normally do. I listened to three different episodes uh coming in you know going to work this morning and and driving today and so i kind of want to touch on those the out of bounds guys uh, you know they, they go into so much detail so much content um they, they really cover a lot of ground they take a lot of time to do it uh so if you guys aren't checking out that out of bounds show you probably need to it's phil and whatever that other guy um that, that do it I, I can't remember his name but uh and then uh, saturday want to address that uh, I was out getting a new chair. Um, you know, the, the, the third chair since I had like this revolving door, and you guys, Arch, kind of like forgot about me or, uh, or forgot to replace me, um, which I get it. I, it's tough to replace. It was when I got myself a, a golden chair, just so anybody who comes in and fills my spot, they're going to know where. 
whose seat they're filling in for. You know what I mean? Uh, and then, and then Sunday show, Saxy Maxi. What a song! That song was that was freaking just awesome. With and then putting Will Smith in there, <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. But if Saxy Maxi and the other what's his name, Kyle, somebody or something, listen, Kenneth, I got dip, I got Rosie Robot, bitch. All right. Don't be coming in here with your shitty service. You're, you're terrible. I don't know if you're parked next to a donut shop or what the fuck you're doing, but you need to stay in your lane and, and just I want, keep my fucking name out your mouth. I think that's, that's what Saxy said. Are, are you talking about Maxie or are you talking about uh, Kyle, that Kyle with, guy yeah. with, with the yeah. bad reception and, 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 you know, listen, you can have the most expensive microphone that you want, but if it's plugged into a piece of shit, then it really doesn't fucking matter. If you can't get a stable internet connection and you're five seconds behind everyone, it really, you can talk into the best microphone ever and no one's going to hear you. You know what it is? Boy. He's doing it on his phone. Ah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I'm listening to it. I'm envisioning that he's either parked on an overpass or parked under a bridge or parked behind a donut shop or something. I kind of figured he was probably at work. <laughs> so, so wait, is he, is he vying for the man of the people then? Is he trying to take Panther's spot? I it seems like. I don't I, 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 I think he's trying. I don't know, but uh, I don't. I don't feel like he's coming. I think he's coming for us, Max. He's he's actually <laughs> he's actually. You know, you and I have our little banter. We butt heads. We do our thing. But sometimes the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And uh, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, Kyle's. I'm waiting to. He, young man needs to stay in his lane. I'm just saying. Mm. I started getting nervous, honestly, too, because, I mean, I actually live in the state that he is enforcing law in. And so uh, I feel like I should be uh, donating more to the PBA or something just to uh, get that nice little sticker. on the. You know, I, I, drive, <laughs> I, I drive a charger. So, like, honestly, up here in, in North Jersey, you drive a charger and people just assume you're a cop anyway. People just get out of your way. You know, so you're with them floodlights. Get a floodlight yes. for your beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh Arch, I wanted to address something from the Saturday show, and I don't know if we have to hold you to it or not, but we, we placed a run line on Bath the Panther. Oh, we did. And it, it, yeah. And it hit. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and and do you remember that, that amount that you said you were going to bet on his behalf? Was it 200 Some $900. Somebody, somebody owes me $900 in my account. We'll get on that. We'll get on that. It was, a, it was what, a minus 150 so I didn't pay that much. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. oh God! Uh, no, no, good stuff. And in case anybody was curious, I was. I, I listen. We do this every day. I was talking pre-show. I don't know if you heard me, Max, but we, you know we do this every day, and and we we come out here and we do this for the DJs. We love you guys that listen, and especially the guys that get in the book club and shoot the shit with us. But sometimes you just need to decompress. Sometimes you need a break, and that's what this weekend was. It wasn't uh, a daughter weekend or anything like that. It was. It was a getaway, get to the casino, just kind of unwind a little bit. So uh, uh, me and the sex kitten got away. Chubby Zebra was there for a few hours, but um, just just need to decompress. And uh, now I feel fresh and ready and raring to go. You just wanted to get away from Max. You can say it. You can say it. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I was leaving a spot for Kyle to show up so Max and Kyle could go at it. <laughs> I, I listen, uh, Panthers. As much as you, you know, you you, you want to uh, throw Kyle in, in front of a bus or have him run over or whatever. I mean, he he is he's why we're we're you know we're trying to get out on Saturdays or you know eventually like we, we're trying to get enough people that we don't have to do the Saturday show anymore, Panther, because you know it's a fucking grind. Especially well, unfortunately with football. Unfortunately with football. 
with football season around the corner, I, I got drafted into the Saturday slot every Saturday, so it's not going to benefit me at all. Yeah, that's true. And I was hoping that one day I could have somebody produce the Saturday show so I could sleep in on a Saturday. But, you know, in four years, Max is always busy whenever we're going to sit down and talk about how to produce the, how to record the show. <laughs> Max mysteriously gets a, a message or something. Oh, a server crashed. Oh, firmware, uh, DNS. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. Uh, I believe last time I had messaged you and you said Phil was MIA, so I was like, well, then, then fuck it. Yep. Fuck it. So I, I was not to blame last time. Okay, I, can, I, can, I Listen, I can produce the show. I could do it, just not in, in, in any, you know, fashion that you do it, and so then it would probably just be, you know, me talking 100% of the time. Like, I'd be talking, I'd be interacting with Panther, but I wouldn't be recording his audio, <laughs> uh, so it would just be me talking and then silence and then, you know me talking again uh basically like your dream show, right your here dream. today yeah. Yeah. <laughs> listen i had my own show once and it was just me talking for 20 minutes <laughs> that was the original sunday show that we had mm. anything to add panther you good i'm good i'm good i just you know i just uh just set the record straight and uh i expect i i'm imagining i can probably bump my bets up to 20 or 25 dollars after that atlanta play so yeah, probably that's kind of, you know. <laughs> all right i guess we gotta talk about oh, this man. what else we got you guys got some stories today we do have a story to talk about max you clued me into this one and i fucking love this story james harden's contract is drawing suspicion within the nfl cue the x-files music uh, what i love about this is you know, there was suspicion about Tom Brady for many, many years in the NFL. And if you think of who is the Tom Brady of the NBA, it's James Harden. Right? Quintessential winner. Uh, <laughs> all those all those championships. Championships. I mean, that's I mean, when you think of like a guy that you're going to possibly, you know, get fined or lose draft picks for, it, it would be James Harden, right? I mean, that's... Family man. Yeah. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Um, you know, uh knocks up two supermodels in the same like month you know yeah um that's uh that's james harden right there uh yeah <laughs> i laughed i laughed about this because again uh apparently daryl morey and, and james harden have this this weird kind of like weird relationship a little too weird for me but i digress uh you know daryl morey did what he could to get james harden over to philadelphia and and with his contract being up, but James Harden, I think, was due forty six million dollars or something like that. It was supposed to be something ridiculous. He took fifteen million dollar pay cut, so he's still getting paid. Wah, boo-hoo, thirty million dollars a year. <laughs> I lost money. Uh, but now the rumors are that apparently there's some kind of a you know secret handshake that's going to get James Harden his money eventually somehow. So I'm torn on things like this. I mean, you have salary caps, you have. Uh, these things for a reason but i mean if a if a basketball owner wants to you know pledge a percentage of the team or something for a future thing to a player i mean it's a business right so it's i i'm torn here because there's rules and, and yada 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 but it's also a business and if a business owner wants to make a decision to you know flush millions of dollars down the toilet then that business owner should be able to fucking flush millions of dollars down the toilet so so what's what's the deal here there if harden is potentially promised some ownership stake here no he 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 took a pay cut 
and secured. We knew that. According to the article, he secured a wink, wink guarantee about the future, meaning a promise from Moray that would allow How Harden to recoup what he left on the table this offseason by declining his player option for next season and in his new deal and then signing a whopper five year deal in the summer of 2023 at 34, he would get all that money back. Oh, man. I, I mean, okay. Financial shenanigans. Like, owners do this shit all the time. Maybe not so Blamed. under the table, but with, yeah, right? I mean, we got signing bonuses to keep money off the cap and all the things they do and all the, the multiple sports. Uh, if he gets his money later, he gets his money later. I think 30. I don't know what he was supposed to get. What was he supposed to be at 45 this year? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I mean, so uh, 45, 46, I think he was going to be one of the top paid players in the league. Yeah. Okay, so as you see, he left about $12 million on the table. His options for, I believe, 38 and a half. Um, so we're going to, what, decline the option and do a new four-year deal. He's, you know, the person at risk here is Harden. Because if he were to get injured or something happened where he couldn't play, all bets are off, right? I mean, do you wink, wink, handshake, whatever – do, does ownership have to fulfill that spit in a handshake deal? Because of Harden, who's just, you know, we know he plays 82 games a year. Like, he never gets injured. Um, if he was something to happen where he pulls a KD and doesn't play for like two years, I think Harden's the guy that really has taken most of the risk here. He's got the most exposure, I agree. And unless Harden decides to, you know, turn state's evidence and then try and sink the uh, front, <laughs> front office for the 76ers. Right. Exactly, yeah. That's, yeah. uh, that's and then the only he's, he's spite yeah. himself too. Right. Yeah. He's then he's going to be dirty too. And then, you know, who's going to want to do business with him? Things like that. It's a, yeah, it, this is why backdoor deals are, you know, always, always dangerous. <laughs> you shouldn't mm-hmm. do them ideally. Yeah. Cause shit does happen. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we've seen, we've seen with athletes before where, right. you know, they, uh, even like the whole concept of the hometown discount. Right. I mean, you know, players get injured and then well, it's like, Oh, fuck you then. Thanks. Thanks for taking the hometown discount. We appreciate that. You're done with, you know, uh, that was the, uh, I mean, you remember, um, I feel bad for him. It was Isaiah Thomas of, of the Celtics. Um, you know, he, he was gearing up for that big fucking payday. And then in, in the Eastern conference finals, giving it his all fucking fucked up his knee. Yeah. And the Celtics are like, Oh yeah. About that. Uh, that, that money. Um, we're going to trade you for Kyrie. You know, sorry. He never recovered. He was never the that same was it. player. No, it was, it, that was it. His his career was done, and the Celtics were right. But in the same sense, it just it kind of fucking sucks. And that's that's the that's the nature of playing in basketball. So you're absolutely right. You know, he's um, 32, 33 years old, something like that. Uh, Harden, right? He's he's got to be thirty two. So yeah. he's on the the back end of his prime, right? I, I, you'd figure he's on the decline. Last year looked like he was definitely on the decline. I know that they wanted to say, oh, he's he's a different player now than he was, but he just he looked like he was on the decline. So, you know, um, yeah, you're right. If he if he gets injured, then then I couldn't see them, you know, you know keeping their, their end of the deal if, if you're ownership. So uh, some risk on his part. But again, I'm not going to cry over a guy that's making 30 million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm re- I'm really not going to fucking shed a tear for a guy that left 15 million dollars on the table. Um uh, professional athlete or you know i just i'm not going to be too fucking upset about this especially for a guy that for his entire career has been known as one of the more selfish players in the league right that's been the narrative around james harden and why he hasn't been able to win so if he's if he's trying to 
clean up his image or change the narrative by saying, oh, I'm leaving money on the table here. And then you find out, oh, he's actually not. They're going to give it to him later. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because that's that's the narrative surrounding James Harden and his entire fucking career. That was my first thought because we throw him under the bus. He's selfish. He wants his money and he takes the pay cut, does the 33 with a 38 and a half option. And I'm like, this doesn't sound like Harden, but if he's pulling a Tom Brady and, and lay, leaving money out there so that they can go get some more players and build a better team, like maybe I'm wrong about this guy. But no, if this is the story, this is the truth, makes more sense. We were right. Yeah, and it, uh, my question now is the 76ers must believe this is their window right now. Right here, right now, right? Well, it has to be. He's yeah, not what, getting any younger, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, I mean, so they're, they're, they're trying to do this for a reason, so... They're f- trying to keep some money free to sign somebody else, keep adding these players. So they must feel that this is it. This is their last shot. And then they're willing to, you know, sink the future a little bit. Absolutely. I think they're yeah. going to have to because Harden, Harden's in his early 30s. Tobias Harris is no spring chicken. And, if you know, once you're rid of those guys because of age or whatever, I wouldn't be surprised if they trade Joel Embiid and blow the whole thing up and start over. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. A new process, a brand new process, because you know you talk about age of these guys. I don't. I don't even know how old Joel Embiid is, but he's playing in the body of like a seventy-year-old man. You know. So I mean, uh, and then, doesn't he I mean, remind you of Greg Oden sometimes? Well, I mean, you know, I, I'll put him. He's like a Jack Lalane seventy-year-old man. He's still capable of physical uh, exceptionalism, but he's still a seventy-year-old man that could just break at any fucking moment. And that that that's my concern about Joel Embiid. So I do think that. Uh, possibly this is a two-year window, right? Yeah. Uh, and it, it's a tough two-year window looking at that East and and seeing Giannis, Giannis ain't breaking down in two years. Giannis is, is just hitting his stride right now. And um, I can, those, those rumor mills about the Celtics still tr- trading for Kevin Durant keep swirling and, and giving me <clears> nightmares <throat> at night. And I hope that that's not the case because, Arch, you have a, a bet on I do Celtics have a little game. tiny bet on the Celtics, yes. <laughs> you motherfucker. You motherfucker. <laughs> I got Celtics and Sixers, baby. Oh, Let's God. do it. All right. I think we should take a breather. We've been going I was about to say, quite yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's, let's, uh, let's do it by taking a break here and then talking about the book club, as I mentioned. Talking about um, meat over the book club and and <laughs> don't be don't be scared off we're talking about meat that you can throw on a grill and 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 lovely lovely bacon uh that's the kind of shenanigans that happen though in the book club we talk sports which uh, following the fucking crazy uh disqualifications and wrecks oh, yeah. that happened yesterday it was insane in 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 uh the racing world yesterday we we're uh, tracking all that and, and the guys still made money though right? a shitload of money they did incredible printing fucking money and you can get early access and that so this is key here the book club gives you early access to the nascar boys picks which is great because they find like early in the week value that always f- seems to fucking pay off they they find these lines that always seem to pay off when, they, when they're talking about the show like i, I listen to uh, the friday night show and it's just like it's like well we we lost you know lost value. value's gone on that yeah. one lost value on that one you know so uh definitely head over to the book club Link is in the description, or you go to thedegens.net, and that gets you access to our uh, private Discord channel for $25 a month, where you can get those early access. Archie already posted your fucking CSGO picks for the day. Uh, lots of lots of fun stuff. So, yeah, you guys can uh, hang out with us and have a blast if you book it over to the book club. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right. There's some baseball played today. There's some baseball, but I just feel like after like following the NASCAR boys this weekend, I'm just going to retire from sports betting and just like all I'm going to do is piggyback off of them and just make money riding on their coattails. It's not That's a it. bad strategy. It's not a bad strategy in life. Like, really, I have, I've, I've had a pretty good couple of days betting baseball, though. So let's flush all that money down the toilet by uh, talking about the Tampa Bay Rays and the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Orioles find themselves under 500 once again, last place in the AL East. But the good news for Baltimore is. Uh, they're still close to leapfrogging the fading fucking Boston Red Sox. God damn. Uh, that's that's something to be proud of for, for uh, the Orioles. But as hot as the Orioles were before the break, the reality is that this is a team that's going to be sellers leading up to the trade deadline. Uh, you see Anthony uh, Santander. He's rumored to possibly go to an e- the AL East rival New York Yankees. And Trey Mancini is rumored to possibly go across town from their AL East rival New York Yankees and end up in Queens. But before that happens, before they just blow everything up, I think they got a couple more wins left in them. And today is going to be one of those days. uh, Orioles have played the Rays so tough this year. Uh, Tampa leads the season series seven to five. uh, But the Rays just came off of uh, losing two of three to uh, who are who who the Rays just lose two of three to? Do you you remember? I don't remember. Must have been some some pretty stellar team. Some awesome team out of Kansas City, I believe. Uh, that dropped their road record to 21 and 25 on the season. Baltimore happens to be 26 and 19 at home this year, and a top 10 team ERA when pitching at home. Now that fucking that ERA drops off the face of the earth once they're on the road, but at home that the team seems to be pitching much better. And Austin Voth kind of fits into that whole uh, algorithm of pitching better at home than on the road. Uh, of course, he was acquired by the Nationals, and he's. I don't, how would how would you describe Voth? Like I, I like this concept of hybrid pitcher, right? He's a starter, he's an opener, he's an innings eater. You just kind of throw him out there mm-hmm. when you need some innings, and and that's that's kind of Voth in a nutshell. But true to form, he pitches better in Baltimore than he does on the road. That said, his last time out was a road start. He pitched two very solid innings against the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, Rays on the other side have Corey Kluber, who has been very hittable this year. And before the bats leave town for Boston, I think that they can get a couple more hits off of this guy. $10 bet on the Orioles. God, I feel like you're shitting on my boy, Corey Kluber. I think, you know, given since his surgery and, and trying to rebound, he's actually had a relatively successful season. Now, part of the struggles for all of the Rays pitchers is is a lot of that lack of production from the offense. They just haven't found the production that they've had in previous years. And I think that's what gives Baltimore a chance to win this one at home. I think Tampa Bay does have the pitching advantage with Kluber, but that line suggests to me that the play probably is Baltimore. I couldn't get there. wasn't enough value for me, so I'll just lean the Orioles. Yeah, Whew, boy, this is almost impossible. The, the the margins for me are razor, razor thin. I'm going to slightly, slightly lean the Rays here, but I am not betting this game. I've, I've, I've just lost money, though. Like, I mean, I, yeah. I can't believe I'm only getting plus 107 plus now. Plus 107, yeah. I had I had plus one twenty like two hours ago. Like this is unbelievable. So hopefully I'm on the right side there. Um, but you're right. Yeah, I think it's it's now it's out of value for sure. 
Uh, last one up for me. Arch, you know this series quite well. You've dipped into the well of this series a few times. And this time, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump into that well. That is the Colorado Rockies <laughs> and the Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> Uh, Brewers are just sweep. Uh, yeah. they, well, listen. I mean, that's that's the that's the question. Can they get a four game sweep on the Rockies? We know uh, the Rockies not so great on the road. Um, but listen, two two of those games were one run games. The, the The Rockies have been able to put up some runs against Milwaukee, and the Brewers going to put Aaron Ashby on the mound. Now, listen, Ashby is going to be part of the Brewers' future, right? They just signed him to a five year deal. He's a young guy, twenty four years old. The issue with him right now is he's got some control issues. He walks a lot of batters. He he gets himself into bad situations. And, you know, over his, his last two seasons as a starter reliever for the Brewers, um, you see the promise there, but he's not one of the elite guys for the Brewers. So at the plus 165 is what I had it for Colorado. One, uh, 170. 170, 170, yeah, in that area. I think that, that there, there's value that, you know, Colorado avoid the four-game sweep. Um, and and maybe sneak out a win today. So, yeah, $10 bet on the Rockies. I think everything you said about Ashby is true. He is the one of the future arms for the Brew Crew. Uh, Colorado, you know, they scored some runs against the arms, the big arms of the Brewers. Um, just not enough. Some more runs are going to be scored between these two teams. I know we've kind of been banging on the Brewers a little bit about their offense, but it's better than we expect. You go, you go and look at their stats, you're like, holy shit, this team actually does have some pop, and they do score some runs. This is the day, though. I mean, if they've lost three, if the Rockies, this is their last chance to get one, I think the value is there. I just couldn't do it. I, the Rockies have been historically bad on the road, and I just can't take them on the road here. So I lean on Colorado. Yeah, I'm going to – at the under – you're getting better than minus 200. Well, we were getting close to minus 300. At that way, I'm going to lean the Brewers, but I'm, I'm not betting this game. I, I – I, we missed our shot. Colorado missed their <laughs> shot. That that Friday night fucking game, that was their window. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I still, I still think there's some value. That could be. That could be. Uh, that's it for me, Panther. What else you got? I got three games. Let's take a look at Cleveland at Boston. You referenced the Red Sox. They, they're following Baltimore into that abyss. Remember how good they were in June? They're 5-15 and 15 in July. Uh, just absolutely horrible. The exact opposite of a team that's trying to make the playoffs going against a Cleveland team that I, I look, I didn't have high hopes for this, this Gardenians team. I thought they, they didn't have a lot of offense. I didn't trust their arms, but they've surprised me. This is a team that's right there in the wild card hunt and, and Zach, Plezak really, it's kind of funny, has not been part of that equation. They're not giving him any run support. I mean, 4.02 ERA, it's serviceable. I can live with that. But he's only mustered a 2-7 and seven record with that. I think going against this Boston team that just cannot, they've lost their identity. Whatever it was, it's not there anymore. At an even line, I think the Tribe got better than an even chance here. So give me, what are we at? $13. Give me 13 I don't know where I'm at. 13 bucks on the former tribe. Yeah. So, I mean, he, here's the deal is, and I've, I've tried this on the show before and then the microphone didn't pick up the sound of me flipping a coin and, and, and saying, <laughs> you know, whatever heads or tails it's, it's, it hasn't worked before partially because uh, I was using a Euro, which they just don't make noises, but um, also my microphone is so good. It doesn't pick up all of those background noises. Sexy maxi. 
Uh, I like the Red Sox here in a lean, but yeah, this is a close one. And and you're right, Boston's just been playing terrible. Uh, Cleveland's just been up and down all mm-hmm. year. Uh, so I, I really, this is a close fucking game, and the line is indicative of that. I'll go with the team that I could probably get the less of a, a minus line on and, and lean the Red Sox. I think the Red Sox are doing pretty well at establishing an identity. I mean, post All Star game, they proved uh, they're Toronto's bitch. So uh, <laughs> after three games, their run differential right now is minus 10 after that series. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Give me, <laughs> give me, give me the, not, not for any of those reasons, but I'm, st- I'm taking the guardians uh, for 13 bucks minus the 110. Next game up for me. Let's look at San Diego. Uh, I, you know, I know you guys aren't huge fan of the fathers. I mean, they, they're still right there. I believe they're the, the leader of the wild card, um, out, you know, the way behind the Dodgers, but I think they're better than you guys want to give them credit for. It's just hard to acknowledge them because the Dodgers are just so fucking good, but they're not playing the Dodgers. They're playing Detroit and they're awful. They're abs- Do you realize they've got 54 home runs, 90 games into the season. They still only have 54 home runs. The Padres have scored over 100 runs on the season, more than Detroit. Uh, they got the pitching advantage here. I'd almost compare Drew Hutchinson uh, to one of my all-time favorites, uh, Spencer Howard down there in Texas. Like The guy's been in the league for a long time, and he's never stuck. I don't think he's going to stick with Detroit. So I'm going to run line the Padres here uh, for $13. Here's the deal. Before I get to talking about this game, I have to uh, uh, issue an apology slash uh, say thank you to one Reed Detmers uh, for uh, beat, beating, beating the Braves yesterday. Uh, appreciate all the efforts you do this year, Reed Detmers. And I can say this because it's after the fact, uh, not before the fact. So uh, thank you once again, Reed Detmers. Uh, be- because the fact is now to loop back to, to where I'm going with this is the Padres took two or three from the Mets this weekend, right? And and the, Met, the Mets ended up winning last night, the, the Sunday night game. The ball was popping, by the way. I don't know if you mm-hmm. saw the, the, the ball kind con- to come off of uh, uh pete alonso's Uh-oh. bat at one point <laughs> um but yeah I, I i i think the padres are a pretty good team and i think that they should win this one and i'll some moral support lean on san diego with you yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna jump on the padres too the line movement slightly concerns me here minus 170 down to minus 155 but like i've said before with teams like chicago and i guess detroit they don't know it's a trap they, they they're unaware so they might not be playing to, uh, you know, playing to win this one. Uh, Padres minus one and a half is plus one twelve. Like uh, one twelve, I like that plus line. Plus um, one more. Speaking of Chicago, let's take a look at the Pirates going to the south side. Take on the, or excuse me, the north side. Take on the Cubbies. Uh, Brew Baker will take the mound for Pittsburgh. He's actually been. Much, much better. He's sporting a 4.02 ERA, but he's going against Adrian Sampson. Talk about a tough luck pitcher. Sports a relatively impressive 3.34 ERA. He still doesn't have a win on the season to show for it. Like... (laughs) The Cubbies are much better at home. The Pirates... No... You still got me. Give me the Cubs for thirteen dollars. All right. Okay. We we got you. We we, we got that one in. Um. Listen. I mean, you know who's going to be watching this game? Apparently, is is the Mets front office because it seems like uh, the Pirates are their minor league farm system. <laughs> uh, they they've made two trades <laughs> over the last week to get some Pirates players and and 
Vogel Vogelboff, I think is the, the fat fuck that they they just traded for. He you know he, he was playing in the in the game last night for the Mets. Uh, I man, you know, again, like I like the Cubs. I like the Cubs at home. This is way too chalky for me. And and again, like I say, I like the Cubs at home. They're eighteen and thirty two at home. Uh, but still, I can't I can't get over that. Uh, Brew Baker's fucking two and eight record. So I'll lean on Chicago with you. Lean Chicago with you too. It's just a little too chalky. That I'm, you know, God, I don't want to. I don't want to bet this game. I don't want to be on this game. It's just too much. Yeah, just a lean. Hmm. I really, I really can't believe I'm on this game, but two sucky teams, but that's it. That's all I got. I don't have any more either. I did not find a ton of value today in, in this, uh, this slate of games. So that's all I had. I didn't want to touch any more. Iceberg is sleeping in today because I have not heard from him at all. The buzz got a case of the Mondays. I think so. I think so. See, see, Panther says that he needs a, de- a break and, and time off from, from the DGens, And sometimes the DGens need a time off and break from him as well. That's true. It's fully understandable. <laughs> what did we talk about today? We talked about James Harden and the backdoor deals. And is that a good move for him? Is it a bad move for him? Is it a little risky? What happens if he doesn't take the monkeypox vaccine that comes out? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be allowed in Canada? Probably not. Something to think about. And we talked about baseball. Max, that is it. That is it. And uh, don't worry. James Harden's used to some other backdoor deals, right? I'm sure. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Strip yeah, room. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. This is in the back, back, back room, back door. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what can you do? You can let us know what you think about our picture picks. Anyways, picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, uh, please highest rate and kind of subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home, and I will throw in the Baltimore Orioles. Why not? As my pick, I think they're going to beat the Rays today. Mm. Arch, Padres. Ooh, good one. That's who I was going to take. I knew it. I'll take That's Cleveland. Why I took them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Cleveland. We got Baltimore, the Padres, and the Cubbies. That's your D-Gen parlay for the day. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But mostly, it is the book club. Get on the Discord and join the book club. You guys want to talk table games? I was at the casino for two days, played a lot of Baccarat, played some crafts. You guys want to talk table games? Get in and shoot the shit with me, and I will talk table games with you. Um, but call us out by name. All of us will shoot the shit with you and um, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're going to do today, and when it's all said and done. Stay in your lane, Kyle. Make some money, fool. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.